Yesterday, we talked about getting out of the boat, walking on water, having full and complete trust in Jesus, keeping our eyes on him instead of the storm. And then, of course, Peter had the breeze knock him back a little bit. He got a little scared, started doubting, and down he went, screaming, Lord, save me! And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and pulled him back up. And then kind of said, hey, dude, where's your faith, man? (laughs) I'm here for you. I'm always here for you. Well, oddly enough, in my USCCB email for the daily readings, that was one of the options for the gospel. Two days in a row. I think God's trying to say something. Trust me. Come to me always. Pray to me for your hopes, your dreams. Pray to me for those family members that you're really desperate to come to me, trust, trust, keep your eyes on me. Don't think about the craziness that's going on in this world. If you, if you come to me and you trust to me, trust me, and you come out on the water to me, I will make sure you don't sink. And again, if we do happen to sink, which we're human, scream out, Lord, save me, and he will immediately stretch out his hand. But the other option for the gospel today was very similar in the messaging. So let me read it to you. It's Matthew 15, verse 1 through 2 and 10 through 14. Some Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They do not wash their hands when they eat a meal. Jesus summoned the crowd and said to them, Hear and understand. It's not what enters one's mouth that defiles the man, but what comes out of the mouth is what defiles the man. Then his disciples approached and said to Jesus, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense what they heard you say? He said in reply, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if a blind man leads a blind man, they will both fall into a pit. So I think while we're walking out on the water, trusting in Jesus in these times, if we keep our minds focused on him, we will have the spirit moving in us and the spirit will help us with this defiling ourselves. I mean, come on, the Jewish law had like over 600 rules and you had to wash all your dishes, keep the outside of them clean. You couldn't eat certain foods. You couldn't touch certain things. Otherwise it would defile you. So many rules. And Jesus is basically saying, look, it's your heart. It's your heart that is within you, that conjures up your thoughts, that puts words in your mouth that you say to your human brothers and sisters. And today, I think if we combine calling on Jesus, walking out on the water, trusting that he's going to lead us, when we speak the truth, when we are walking around in this world being his witness, because nobody... I shouldn't say nobody. That's the wrong word. There are a lot of people that don't want to hear about God. 
They are blind and they're walking in this anger and this belief of what has been told to them that is not true. There's so much hatred, so much anger, so much division, and it's evil. It is true evil. This is not how God wanted this earth to be. When you bring love and you bring kindness and you help people, in some cases, when you bring them the truth, even though they're not ready for it and they don't want to believe it, facts eventually trump Trump. (laughs) I didn't mean to throw Trump in there, but they eventually overrule the lies. Satan has lied and lied and lied and lied. And I've bought a lot of those lies in my life. And so if we just keep our eyes on Jesus, don't look at the storm around us and do our best to not defile ourselves by thinking horrible things about people. Capture that thought. Capture that thought and give it to Christ. Lord, I didn't mean to snap judge that person. I'm going to pray for that person because that person hasn't been enlightened with your love. Remember the other day I said there are people in the middle. You've got God and godly, faithful people on one side. You've got true evil evil, evil, evil. They are not God's children, right? He didn't plant these. God's going to uproot them. They're the blind leading the blind. But then in the middle, a huge sea full of people who aren't exactly sure what they're doing. Talk about the blind. And we need to help bring them light in the darkness so that they can see And it might be a little dim light that kind of puts a thought in their head. I mean, let's think about our own journeys. I was not one that had the Saul to Paul conversion. Mine was not fall off the horse and and bing, I'm a Christian. I believe everything and let's go. Mine was slow, painful. It was stumbling falling, running back to Jesus. It was understanding humility. It was experiencing all of these enlightening moments, these spiritual moments, the true war that we are in. And that's really where we're at today. The war is bigger and badder right in front of us. All about information, misinformation, lies, Thank you, God, for this technology. Even though we get shut down left and right, at least, at least we're able to find the truth and we should be sharing it with others, not caring what they say about us, not worrying about the persecution, not fearful of being called a racist, a bigot, a Trump lover. You know, these kinds of things, if that's where you fall on the political side, right? I do. I am a firm believer, and I have done my research on what he has done for this country. So many people don't know. Why? Because the mainstream media doesn't want you to know all of the good things that Trump has been doing. And one of the things that's coming out big is child 
trafficking. I am sure we have no clue the depth of the horrific things that have been done to these children. It is insane. And do not let the words conspiracy theory deflect you from diving into to this research. Please, all too often, those two words, people just, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. We have been programmed and trained. There's a reason why they put those words together so that people don't continue to research because, oh, well, that's just a crazy talk. Let's use our own minds, critical thinking. This is the time to stand up and and think for ourselves. This is the light that has gone on for me over these last few months. And I truly believe this is the good that God was bringing out of a bad situation. Not only did I become closer with him in prayer, he challenged me by, you know, kind of going through this laziness and this blockage of prayer. I was struggling with my Lenten sacrifices toward the end there. But then I fought through it and I realized I wasn't using all of my tools in the spiritual warfare tool belt. And then I learned, oh my gosh, I totally see what's happening here. I've, I've learned so many things over these last couple of months that I wouldn't have otherwise learned because life was the same. There wasn't these, there, there weren't these things that made me think why is this happening? What is going on and who is doing it? Remember I had mentioned why should be the first question we ask. What is going on and then who is doing it? There's always a motive, an agenda. Typically, is it for the good or is it for the bad? Okay, so again, back to it's what comes out of our mouths that defile us. So as we are sitting here doing our best to share the truth, to bring our family and friends along who are on the other side, and it's everywhere, I can guarantee you that everyone that's listening to this has one person in their family, at their office, in their church, um, their friends that don't see the world as we see the world. And we're desperate to shake them and turn the light on in their head. But how we do it matters. Right fighting isn't going to work. What comes out of our mouth defiles us. Judging people, getting in a fight with people, calling them names, attacking them, is not doing anything but harming our souls because Jesus wants us to love our way through it. Send them an I love you gif with a big heart and then a link to something. (laughs) All right, like, I love you. I don't want this to come between us, but I'm going to send you this link. Maybe you'll look at it. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll ignore you. And that's okay. At least you've done something. Being silent is being complicit. 
That's another thing that God doesn't want us to do. He's going to look at us and say, why didn't you share the truth? Whether it be about the faith or the truth about what's going on in the world. Why didn't, why didn't you speak the truth? We're going to be called out for that too. Being silent is not cool. But just make sure that what comes out of our mouth is truth, that we pray over it, and that we are speaking from our loving heart. Now today, I want to slip in one more thing, is the memorial of St. John Vianney. And St. John Vianney was a powerhouse. He is the patron saint of priests. This guy would work his little tail off. I mean, all day he would be there. He would be in confession all hours of the day and night. And he would fast. And he would make sacrifices. He converted his whole town. And the neighboring priest came over and said, I don't know what's going on. I'm not converting my town. I'm praying and I'm praying. And St. John Vianney said, are you fasting? Are you making sacrifices? Because if you're not, you have nothing to complain about. So if you are trying to bring someone to the light of the truth, not only pray so that you have the right words and the Holy Spirit works through you, whether it's in written word or through speech, but you must fast. You must offer up little sacrifices throughout the day. They become meritorious. It's like putting fuel to that fire. It makes it stronger. God will pour his graces out. We have to do certain things in our lives sometimes that are hard for the ones that we love. Remember, we have nothing to complain about if we haven't been fasting and we haven't been sacrificing. Let's take today to do a few of those. And just yesterday, I was supposed to fast all day and I made it until the night. And I had not, I didn't pig out, but I had, you know, a little bit of dinner. And of course I had a couple glasses of wine. And then this morning I said, Lord, I'm sorry. Now, is that a sin? No. But was that what I wanted to do? No. I wanted to commit to a full day of fasting. There's no question my body could live for days <laughs> without eating. And I caved. And why did I cave? Because I never stopped to think about it. I was actually responding to my body's desire. I was making my husband food and I'm like, dang, that looks good. And so I just stuck a fork in, <laughs> in the, I'm not going to tell you what I ate, but I ended up just eating, not even thinking about it. When I could have prayed, I could have made it meritorious, even more so because my body was craving I had this urge. I didn't have that all day. I was hungry, but I allowed myself to have my body master me instead of me mastering my body. So yeah, I fight with it too. But the, ne the, but the next day is a new day. Today is a new day to fast and to make sacrifices for those that I love. And this is my spouse that I want to come to the light, not just of faith, but the light of what's going on in this world. 
He's on real, real low, extra low dimmer. And so the more I can do to control my body, those bodily mortifications, and to offer them up to Jesus, they become meritorious. So starting another day here, let's all work on what comes out of our mouth, pray, bodily mortifications, including fasting and sacrificing, and just keep our eyes on Jesus. Forget the storm around us and work on our own holiness. He'll do the rest. I know it sounds like a lot, but taking it day by day, moment by moment, moment by moment, live today with Jesus. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't worry about your family. Trust him. He's got this. All right, everyone. I love you all so much. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.